C. diff spores and more is brought to you in part by Rebiotics, Microbiota Restoration Therapy. Welcome to C. diff spores and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to our program, and we welcome our listeners joining us. I'm Kevin Hirsch, and I'm your host today. And we'd like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsor, Rebiotics, a faring pharmaceutical company, for their generous support. You can find more about their microbiome research and clinical trials at www.rebiotix.com. Today, we're going to discuss dangers lurking on soft surfaces and solutions to combat them with our guests. Michael Kupneski and Beatrice Babcock. And um, what I'd like to do is a quick bio of both of these incredible people. We'd like to welcome them, of course. And Michael Kupneski is R&D Research Head at Procter & Gamble Professional, the away-from-home division of Procter & Gamble that provides cleaning solutions, service, and training in a wide range of industries, including long-term care facilities, and Beatrice Babcock owner of HCI Consulting Group, LLC, an environmental services consulting company, providing consulting services and training in infection control, safety and compliance, and quality improvement for governmental and private healthcare facilities, educational institutions, and large custodial firms. So welcome to the program, Michael and Beatrix. Thank you. If I can, I'd like to start off with Michael asking you um, a question. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Um, As the research and development section head for Procter & Gamble Professional, I'm responsible for all the formula, design, technology, and process development for P&G Professional's air care products, hard surface cleaners, soft surface sanitizers, and dish products globally. Well, thank you very much, Michael. Beatrix, would you tell our audience a little bit more about yourself, please? Sure. I've been a nurse since 1972, and I have a master's degree in healthcare administration. And since 1997, I've consulted with hospitals and nursing homes on both infection control compliance and their housekeeping departments on their cleaning and disinfection programs. I also provide training programs to housekeepers in healthcare along with providing cleaning inspections to military hospitals. Wow. And now now what I'd love to do is to tell our audience a little bit more about P&G Professional and the products and services that they provide, please. Sure. Um, As you mentioned, Kevin, P&G Professional is the away-from-home division of Procter & Gamble. So what that means is we're able to use our parent company's scale, their trusted brands, and their strength in the market to offer our customers cleaning products and solutions that are really designed for the commercial and professional space. Many of our products do share the same name with a lot of popular retail brands such as Febreze, Dawn, Tide, and some others, but the professional versions are specifically formulated to commercial leads. We also know that when it comes to cleaning spaces like long-term care facilities, it's important that the cleaning products used aren't doing more harm than good. And what I mean by that is a lot of residents and care homes can be more sensitive to touch and smell. So as we formulate our professional products, not only to clean and to disinfect to the levels needed to reduce the spread of germs, we also make sure they provide a sensory experience that's familiar to the residents and their guests 
that makes them feel more comfortable, just like when they were at home. That's fantastic. And um, I may ask you to elaborate a little bit more as we move forward, but that was perfect. Thank you very much. I do have a question for Beatrix, if you would. Um, can you give us an overview of the healthcare-associated infections, as we know are HAIs, uh, as we relate to soft surface sanitation? Sure, I'd love to. Soft surface sanitation has become more relevant in the last few years, both in long-term care, skilled nursing homes, as well as hospitals, where HAI are always a threat from many sources. Hospitals are trending toward using new materials in their furniture, which is helping them avoid the increasing challenges challenges with soft surfaces and sanitizing those surfaces. But long-term care environments remain challenged by soft surface sanitation and how to clean those unwashable surfaces. The impact of these infections is really high. Healthcare-acquired infections or healthcare-associated infections, which we call HAI, are a leading cause of death in the United States. Several studies show that uh, one study shows that the hospital environment is the third leading source of infectious agents that can cause HAIs. A quarter of all nursing home residents are colonized with drug-resistant bacteria, according to a recent study at the Columbia University School of Nursing. And another study shows that nearly three-quarters of nursing homes have been cited for lapses in infection control more than any other type of health violation, with infections causing a quarter of the medical injuries experienced in nursing homes. That's incredible, Beatrix. Thank you so much. And um, this sounds like a much-needed product that you you guys are going to be talking about. Um, We do have some more time left in segment one. If it's okay with you guys, I'd like to pop over to um, what we were going to talk about next. Is that okay? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, um, I think we were going to talk about is um, why is soft surface sanitation important? And we're going to be, um, and, and please do elaborate on these as much as you wish. And I'd like to start with Beatrix. Is You touched base uh, just a moment ago on the issue of HAIs in this space. But can you tell us more about soft surface sanitation and what it means? Educate everybody on what what that means to them. Okay. It's estimated that half of all healthcare environments are filled with soft surfaces, like upholstered furniture, rugs, throw pillows, curtains. Uh, and yet these unwashable items that harbor bacteria are often the most overlooked surfaces to clean and disinfect because there's not a clear or consistent soft surface cleaning protocol. Okay, thank you. And um, and why is there not often a clear soft surface cleaning protocol? That one caught my eye. Um, Let's think about that. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I wanted to just state that in the United States, there are no cleaning standards for healthcare or office buildings or the educational system. There, We don't have any rules, so everything is best practice. And soft surfaces can be very difficult to disinfect because germs can linger for days, weeks, or even months, and you can't just throw these items in the washer or dryer. You can't throw a chair or a large pillow necessarily uh, into a, a washer. So studies have shown that bacteria, viruses, and fungi can and do live on and in soft surfaces. These microorganisms come from the body soil, hands, other fabrics, and the air. And as they live, they reproduce. 
Mm-hmm. Some bacteria can replicate every 20 minutes. For example, if the conditions are just right, E. coli, which is a gut bacteria, can go from 1 to 2,097,152 bacteria in just seven hours. Wow. And then that bacteria can then be transferred to another surface or person's hands and therefore contribute to the spread of microorganisms in the facility, either through contact or airborne particles. Seeded bacteria, which become spores when outside the body, become dormant and then can live up to five months, sometimes a little bit longer, on soft surfaces. And MRSA, which is Methicillin Staphylococcus aureus, is a bacteria that causes staph infections. And it has been shown to live in the environment for hours, days, or months, depending on the surface and conditions that needs for growth. Now, viruses require a host to survive, so they do not live as long on a hard or poor surface as bacteria do. Now, um, before I ask you the next question, could you give me, uh, and we have about three minutes left in this segment, could you give me some examples of some other soft surfaces? You mentioned pillows. Um, what else might there be? Well, I think about think about chairs. If you go into a nursing home, many times the residents love to have their chairs brought in from home, and some of these are like the recliners that they aren't leather or vinyl. They are, they're just soft. They're fabric. Um mm-hmm. And those are the ones that I think about the most because you cannot, they're very, very difficult to clean and obviously can't throw that into a washing machine. So, um, you know, up until recently, we've been just, um, if they get wet from urine, you, you pad them dry and try to use a carpet extractor on them. Um, but that doesn't necessarily get rid of all the germs. No, it doesn't. Uh, you know, and it's insightful that we're talking about this. Because when, when I go into the hospital, I see the same thing when, when I'm visiting folks there. And it's like, okay, how do they keep this clean? As it, that often right, comes exactly. to Perfect. Okay. Um, now, when you were talking, and, and uh, again, we still have just a couple of minutes left, so I'd like to touch on this and we can elaborate a little bit more. What are those right conditions? Because you were talking about bacteria multiplying okay. within seven hours. And so what are those right conditions for them to spread on the soft surfaces? Well, bacteria need a food source, and they need the right temperature, the right humidity, and for some of them, they need darkness. So, again, let's talk about E. coli. And as I stated before, that's a gut bacteria. When it leaves the, the body uh, in, in feces, it likes, uh, uh, it likes still likes the body temperature. So, like about 99 degrees Fahrenheit, it gets its energy primarily from glucose, and it can grow with or without oxygen. So if those conditions are met, then it will start to reproduce. MRSA, these bacteria grow best at a body temperature of about 95. Uh, and again, it can grow with or without oxygen, and they like body fluids. So think about, um, again, the recliner that I mentioned that uh, if somebody is incontinent, okay, those body fluids. And the conditions needed to grow will really depend on the bacteria, but they're all common enough that bacteria can live and thrive in lots of different environments, which is why being able to clean and disinfect all surfaces is so important. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You know what? That, that really helps, and we're going to pick that up in our next segment. Um, so right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, to stop for a break, 
and to, for words from our sponsor, Rebiotics. So thank you, Michael, and thank you, Beatrix, for sharing this um, introductory information with our global listeners. And we're going to pause now for a commercial break. And when we return, we're going to continue discussing why is soft surface sanitation important with Michael Kupnitsky and Beatrix Babcock. So again, stay tuned, and we will return after these messages from our sponsor, Rebiotics. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join us on November 6th and 7th for the 7th Annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. To view the conference details and register online, visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org. Again, that's cdifffoundation.org. We look forward to meeting you in November. Rebiotics, a Faring Pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean, dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question... You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program. I'm Kevin Hirsch, and I'm your host for today. And I look forward to continue discussing why is soft surface sanitation important with Michael Kupneski, R&D section head at Procter & Gamble, professional, and Beatrix Babcock, owner of HCI Consulting Group, LLC. It's an environmental service and consulting company. And when we left for the break, we were talking with Beatrix about the right conditions for bacteria to grow. And I'd like to move forward and ask Beatrix another question about, um, let's see, can you tell Beatrix, can you tell us more about soft surfaces and where they are found in long-term care settings and why sanitation on these surfaces is so important? 
soft surfaces are all over long-term care facilities, from common areas to offices to the resident rooms. Upholstered chairs and couches, curtains, rugs, and more made from cotton and polyester fabrics are pretty standard in hospitals and nursing homes. Privacy curtains are frequently made of a cotton-polyester blend. Throw pillars, pillows are frequently made of linen, which is also blended with cotton and polyester. And chair seats are usually made of a washable foam core, and the backs are a loose polyester fill. Also, there are polyethylene plastic surfaces, such as the aprons worn in dietary. And according to one study reported in the Journal of Clinical Microbiology in the year 2000, Bacteria were found to survive on polyester and cotton for up to three months. The test showed that staphylococci lived uh, one, anywhere from 1 to 56 days on polyester and 22 to more than 90 days on polyethylene plastic. And terococci lived longer than staphylococci in fabric and plastic. And most of the bacteria tested lived longer on polyester than on cotton. Another 2018 study in the Journal of Infection and Public Health tested the role of environmental conditions on the survival capability of 60 healthcare-associated multidrug-resistant pathogens, which are, these are the most dangerous ones. And the study showed that the highest survival capability was on 100% cotton towels. On the other hand, when viruses leave their host, they become dormant until it enters a host cell, and then it starts to reproduce copies of itself. Self, I'm sorry. This is one of those fun facts that you don't need to know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. After two <laughs> weeks of wear, a pair of genes will have grown a 1,000-strong colony of bacteria on the front, 1,500 to 2,500 on the back, and 10,000 on the crotch. And... Uh, so you, everybody's not going to go throw their genes in the washing machine. Also, new bacteria grows on a kitchen sponge every 20 minutes, which is why they say it's not a good idea to use sponges. So when you think about the fact that bacteria can live on all these soft surfaces for so long and the furniture is often found in high-touch areas or are high-touch objects like chairs and curtains, you can understand why disinfecting these surfaces is so important especially in healthcare settings where folks may already have a weakened immune system. You know, that, that genes analogy does, you know, that you may think <laughs> that's a fun fact, but I got to tell you, it illustrates a picture. It paints a picture for all of us, all right? And, and we can get a better idea of what you're talking about. Wow. Okay. Um, now, now, why are these soft surfaces so hard to clean? Again, you can't just throw them into the wash, but why are they so hard to clean in these settings? Um, unlike a hard, non-porous surface, so- hard, porous surface, soft surfaces are challenging to clean. Linens that are washable and can be placed in a dryer are not a problem. However, furnishings, and like we talked about the recliner and all that, can't be cleaned in that manner. Um, so, um, upholstered chairs, what we generally do is vacuum them, you know, and then a method of stain rem- removal is used if there is a stain, um, the only method of cleaning the inside of the cushion is to use a small carpet extractor, which is not only labor-intensive, but it can also take time for the surface to properly dry before it can be used again. Not to mention that this type of cleaning will frequently not remove all of the dirt, and it certainly isn't a guarantee that the microorganisms are completely destroyed. But the product, it's, there's just so much to clean, isn't there? 
There, there is a lot to clean. Yeah, and and when you're using when you're using a carpet extractor, keep in mind that it just removes the dirt, and it doesn't necessarily get down very deep. It does leave some water behind, and the longer the water sits there, the more um, the fabric starts to degrade and 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 rot. You know, you're going to start to get mold, especially in some of the warmer climates. So um, there has to be a method of disinfection. There is. Oh my gosh! And um, you know what I'd love to do is is I'd like to talk a little bit um, if I can ask Michael some questions is about, um, I'm going to jump into asking what's what's behind um, Febreze Professional as a product itself. Um, Michael, would you, would you begin having that conversation um, where we're talking about cleaning the soft surfaces and they're so hard to clean? Could you expand on that a bit and how difficult and the difficulty impacts your work um, when, um, when you're doing the R&D? Sure. Um, it's like Beatrice said, we're typically talking about very large items, whether they be couches or rugs, drapes, uh, all those types of items that can be logistically hard and very labor-intensive to clean them. And then once they are clean, there's also the issue of sanitizing the surface to kill bacteria, mold, or mildew that could be lurking within. For our work, it's not just about the physical logistics of cleaning and sanitizing those items, but also um, is kind of uh, illustrated by uh, some of the analogies of growth of the organisms. It's about the sheer number of bacteria that they could be harboring, including potentially dangerous ones like uh, community-acquired MRSA or Salmonella, for instance. Um, in addition to that, we also want to make sure that malodors, whether it be smoke, smell, um, cooking um, scents that we get, you know, um, body and, and moldy smells, that those are also eliminated on these surfaces, but without leaving a harsh chemical smell behind. So there is a lot to do. But additionally, soft surfaces can be more challenging than hard surfaces in general to effectively clean and sanitize. Um, most hard surfaces are non-porous, which means they don't allow fluid to absorb and additionally, they're also pretty flat or two-dimensional when you think about it at a microscopic level. Conversely, soft surfaces can selectively absorb different chemicals at different rates and can actually have a gradient profile within them of how the product is taken into the surface itself. And they're fairly three-dimensional when you think about it. Those differences present some challenges that we have to overcome with formulation. Therefore, what we found is products that are specifically designed for soft surfaces allow us to overcome some of these differences and ensure that we, the surface ends up both clean and sanitized effectively. Now, that's the, I, I can understand the complexities behind this. This is very interesting. And I'm going to ask you another question. We have probably, um, probably about four minutes left in this segment. And so here's my next question for you. Knowing that there are cleaning requirements and standards um, what are some of the things a facility manager or, or head housekeeper, someone putting together a cleaning and disinfecting program at a long-term care facility, uh, what should they consider, Mike? Well, you know, that's a uh, tough job and uh, probably one that doesn't get enough credit, uh, first off. Um, you know, so uh, a lot of respect for facility managers and all those people that run these facilities. They've got uh, tons of different pressures, of which cleaning is just one. 
So we always try to work and be a little educational as we talk to these folks and try to help them with the many different tasks that they're charged with. And from cleaning, we always say that, you know, we design our products at PNG Professional to be safe, simple, and effective. And we think that's a great place to start as you evaluate, um, you know, what's important. Um, first off, are the products safe for your employees to use? And are they safe for your residents to be around? Um, Although your cleaning staff may wear the appropriate, uh, you know, um, personal protective equipment, which like gloves or goggles, um, when they're using the products, are there other dangers that, you know, particularly with the odor of the product that gives off? How do you think about that? Especially when you're looking at a long-term care facility, we know that seniors can be much more sensitive to harsh smells, so you want to make sure your products don't harm anyone. Uh, secondly... You know, from simplicity standpoint, are your product instructions easy to understand? Are they simple? Are they easy to use? If your staff, like a lot of staffs, are multilingual, are the instructions and languages that they need, if they don't have the information they need, it's going to be harder to ensure that we're getting safe use of the product. And when you go and use products, not only for your staff to understand where to use the products, but for the residents to appreciate what's being done and cleaned for them, are they using brands that both the residents and the staff know and trust that can get the job done right? And importantly, in a long-term care setting, are they going to provide a comfortable environment for residents when you're done out the cleaning of your building? Third, um, are the products effective? There's no sense in going through this entire exercise if the products don't deliver what they need to at the end of the day. Do they clean or disinfect? Is it both? Is it a multi-purpose product? How are they supposed to do that? Do they get the job done right the first time? All of those are important considerations when you think about how efficacious a product is. And then the last point that's always important, it's probably obvious, but we know that budgets are important, so therefore price is important. But we want to make sure that you have the products that you're paying for actually working the way you intended. If they aren't effective and they cause your staff to either use more products every time they clean or if they need to use multiple products to get an end result or if they have to constantly go back and redo the work, your costs are ultimately going to go up. So while it's important to look at the actual starting price or the initial cost of the product when you buy it, the long-term cost of using the product each time when you consider time, effort, energy, storage costs, additional inventory, and cost of labor, it can be a little misleading to just look at the initial cost, particularly with subpar chemicals. You need to consider the entire total operational value that a product brings to your facility. You know, and, and I was just listening to you, and if it's not effective, if it can't be used, if it's not safe to use, it, it's, it's not, it shouldn't be considered. But the, what, what you're talking about is incredible. And I, what I'd like to do is, if I can, um, Beatrix and Michael, I'm going to break right now. Um, we're going to jump into our next segment. But thank you for providing these key points. We're going to pause for our commercial break. And when we return, we'll be discussing, uh, continue discussing the science behind Febreze Professional product itself with Michael um, Kupneski and Beatrix Babcox. And so stay tuned and we will return after these messages from our sponsor, Rebiotics. Your life. 
your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll-free 1-844-4-CDIF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against CDF and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for CDF infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising CDF awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Rebiotics, a faring pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program. I'm Kevin Hirsch, and it's a pleasure to reintroduce our guests, Michael Kupneski and Beatrice Babcock, as we're here to continue discussing the science behind Febreze Professional, the product itself. And we were talking with Michael, and um, we were talking about um, the cleaning requirements and standards, and that was really very interesting. And Michael, if we can, I'd like to pick up with uh, the, what are the environmental factors in cleanliness, and why are they important to the satisfaction of long-term care, LTC, residents? Sure. Um, environmental factors are everything and anything that can impact the environment that you're in. So in a long-term care facility, um, some of these things may include whether or not the floors are clean and shiny or are they sticky. Um, do the lights appear uniform and even color throughout the facility or are they out and blinking in places? Um, do you, know, you notice any harsh or bad odors when you walk in and through the hallways or do you just walk through and there's basically... Uh, um, no sensates that are different than when you're in any other environment. Those factors are important because they can have an overall uh, impact in the well-being and happiness of not only the residents, but also the staff that assist them. They can also influence the first impression of guests. I think most of us have visited a senior center at some point in assisted living community, 
And sometimes you know as soon as you pass through the door, there can be odors that cause you to have certain impressions about the cleanliness of the environment and possibly even the quality of care that's received there. So just as positive interactions with your staff are important to residents, a pleasing physical environment is equally important as well. You know, and, and while you're while you're talking, I'm actually making some notes and talking about this bad odors and first impressions and, and yes, I can relate to that and how it sets a positive interaction for folks. And so since we're talking about um, odor uh, and its importance when sanitizing soft surfaces, can you elaborate just a little bit more on why that's important? Sure. Um, in general, P&G knows that odor impacts either positively or negatively both residents and their families' impression of the cleanliness of the environment. You know, as we talk, sometimes you make a decision on the place just as you first enter that first impression, if you will. And a clean-smelling odor that is familiar and maybe even has a scent uh, that's familiar to guests and their residents in the facility that kind of reminds them of uh, smells they had when they were in their own home, that in Mm -hmm. turn can make the resident um, feel that they're like they're at home, and it gives a sense of well-being and a sense of peace to the resident. Um, In fact, um, P&G Professional conducted a survey with caregivers a while back, actually in conjunction with the uh, American Association of Long-Term Care Nursing. And 100%, I mean, that's kind of an amazing statistic when you think about it. Almost nobody agrees on anything all the time. But 100% of people agreed that providing a home-like environment is actually important to the well-being of residents. It's something we don't think about um, very often that, One of the things we're trying to do in addition to provide quality care is to make people feel like they're at home. So, you know, we always say at uh, P&G Professional, we're very good at recreating the experiences of home when you're away, largely because we help create some of those same experiences in your home on a daily basis. Um, You know, additionally, when you look, a second survey was also done, and 85% of people agreed that a familiar sensory experience, so this could just be a feeling of softness on sheets or a fragrance that they're familiar with, makes residents feel more comfortable and at home. Um, Same survey also shows that 82% of people thought that when residents feel at home, they often see um, that same feeling when people are using brands that they know and trust. So you can tie all of that together and say, if you really think that residents' well-being is important, then it's important to know that we create a sensory environment that makes them feel like home, and that can be done by creating sensory experiences that are similar to being at home and that using brands that they know and trust helps do that. So it's, it's not just the bacteria that we're talking about. It's also that mindset, that we're having a healthier mindset, giving them that, those comfort smells, everything else. Absolutely. You know, we, we need to provide not only for the physical well-being of people, but also for their emotional as well. Yeah, you know, and that is that is important. And uh, and again, I'm, I'm just relating to that because my mom was in, in, um, in hospice, and I remember that very much. And uh, they took whatever care they could to make us feel we were at home. And so that is very valuable. Um, Michael, if I can ask you another question, if I could. Um, P&G Professional recently released a new sanitizing product for soft surfaces, the Febreze Professional Sanitizing Spray. 
Uh, can you tell us about the product and the science behind it? Sure. Um, so we uh, had developed PNG Professional. Um, uh, at PNG Professional, had developed the Febreze Professional Concentrated Sanitizing Spray because even when you have consistent housekeeping schedules, there's some surfaces that just can't easily be cleaned. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about this already, but research, and, I, and Beatrice said this earlier, but I think it's critical, and I want to reiterate a point that she made. Research has shown that nearly three-quarters of nursing homes have been cited for lapses in infection control, and that is the number one type of health violation. So, you know, the predominance of soft surfaces and the lack of a great schedule you know, with Febreze sanitizing refreshing fabric refresher, you can kill 99.9% of bacteria. It prevents the growth of mold and mildew. And when used as directed, it's effective against 16 different types of bacteria. So that helps us provide a great solution for all those high-touched but often little-washed soft surfaces. And while there are other fabric sanitizers on the market, some can leave behind a strong chemical odor. It's actually only the Febreze Professional Sanitizing Fabric Refresher that uses Febreze's proprietary odor technology that most of us are familiar with that helps lock onto odor molecules and trap them away for good to eliminate smells in your soft surfaces and kills 99.9% of bacteria on those surfaces while preventing the growth of mold and mildew. Incredible. That's, uh, that's, that leads me to another question. Is, um, be, if I can ask Beatrix a question, um, would, you, would you tell us more, and since we're talking about this, this new product right now that you all are um, discussing, the Febreze Professional Sanitizing Spray, would you tell me a little bit more about, um, about how bacteria, um, about bacteria on soft surfaces and how that bacteria spreads? Oh, okay. I'd love to. Um, so the worry about the furnishings is that bacteria, when they come in contact with an open area of skin or a body opening, can become opportunistic. And that means that they take advantage of the host, the person that's sitting there with, who has a weakened immune system, which is your elderly person, or altered uh, microbia or wounds. And these are called opportunistic pathogens, and they're spread in the following ways. And the most common, most infections are spread this way is through contact, either direct or indirect. For example, a nurse takes the pulse of a patient and then without washing her hands, takes the pulse from another patient. So she's spreading the germs from one patient to another, and that's called direct contact. Or a housekeeper will pick up a contaminated cloth or tissue, and after disposing of it, she then takes a break and eats lunch without washing her hands, which is kind of gross. And these germs are now entering her body. So if she touched something that was touched by someone else and picked up the microorganism as it entered her body via her mouth. So think about sitting on a chair that is soiled and that is harboring bacteria uh, and you have an open wound. You may not have been the last person sitting on there. That bacteria might be from somebody else, but now it is spreading onto your body. So that's called contact. Um, microbes can also spread through droplets that have landed on a surface or have been inhaled. Think of people sneezing and coughing during cold season. And then the third way is airborne, and that is um, dust particles and tiny aerosolized droplets that can carry organisms via the air currents, and that's chickenpox and measles 
and they land on surfaces and then remain and grow. So those are the primary ways. Wow. And um, and when I'm, I just while you, while you're both are talking, I'm picturing a a, um, a hospital setting or a long term care setting, and I'm picturing the bed, the chair, the carpets, the, the feel good at home elements yeah. that are in. And when I think about um, the bacteria that can build up inadvertently, it can build up, and it can appear. So that can then cause harm to everyone else in the room. Exactly. And that's why exactly. I find this really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why the environment is so important and, and can spread infections so quickly. Uh, if it's not cleaned, it's not sanitized, it's disinfected, disinfected correctly. Yeah, and, and that's why it's important to have uh, products like this that you're talking about to get in there. And you know what I really love, and I'm just reflecting back to what Michael just said um, about the, the odor of it, is too many times I've gone in there and either smells like alcohol or somebody just cleaned the floor with pine saw or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and which is not a bad thing, but it just, it's, not, it's not the smells of home. And those smells of home are so important to us and in our well-being um, as you know, from my experience um, being there. So um, with that, I'd like to break to, uh, to for our sponsor, okay? And so thank you very much again. Uh, we're going to be coming back uh, after a word from our sponsor and uh, Rebiotics, and we're going to continue discussing. It's going to be our closing segment, and I wish it wasn't. I love, uh, I love all the information Michael and Beatrix are bringing to us. So... Um, just a, a word from our sponsor, Rebiotics. It's a fairing company. And um, join us again. Continue the conversation. And we're going to be continuing to this conversation with Michael and Beatrix. Thank you very much. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join us on November 6th and 7th for the 7th Annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. To view the conference details and register online, visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org. Again, that's cdifffoundation.org. We look forward to meeting you in November. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Rebiotics, a fairing pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? 
washed your hands. Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and we thank our global listeners joining us today. I'm Kevin Hirsch, your host for today, and we do want to thank our sponsor, Rebiotics, a ferrying company, for their generous support. You can find more about their microbiome research and clinical trials at www.rebiotix.com, and that's rebiotics.com. Michael and Beatrix, do you have any closing comments that you would like to share um, with our global listeners? Um, if, I, if I can, I would like to just throw a question out there. Can you tell us more about where to use Febreze Professional Sanitizing Spray and any guidelines before use. Now, I want to ask that question before I get any other feedback and repeat the points that we had during the show. Sure. Um, the Breeze Professional Sanitizing Fabric Refresher uh, can be used on almost all soft surfaces and fabrics. Um, this includes carpets, so you can spray it on the carpets. Uh, curtains and drapes, I think uh, a lot of times, you know, we see those fabrics in rooms and we um, know they're there, but we don't really think about when's the last time they were actually cleaned and how, uh, you know, um, hard it is to actually do anything other than clean them in place. So it addresses that. Uh, comforters, throw pillows, lampshades. Um, lampshades, obviously, uh, you know, at no point will anyone ever try to put one of those in a washer or is there really any other great way of keeping it clean? I think a lot of these things, you know, eventually we end up tossing out um, as they get dirty. But this allows you, you know, all these things get touched and transfer of germs happens. So it does allow you to give some refreshing and uh, some sanitization to these surfaces. Um, upholstered furniture, which we've talked in detail. Um, another area that um, often is missed is uh, fabric shower curtains. You know, a lot of the nicer facilities are, you know, have the nicer, higher-end fabrics, uh, you know, in shower curtains and all, particularly in the lower uh, care need uh, type of assisted living because um, it makes everything feel warmer. But those types of surfaces also need, um, you know, and can harbor bacteria. So it really allows for broad spread use over anything that, uh, you know, where you have a soft surface and a fabric, even clothing and towels. Um, the good news is it's also very simple to use. Um, first, you know, we've kind of talked, if there's something heavily soiled, you need to clean that first, you know, removing gross soil contamination. Um, then after that, what you really need to do is just spray the surface and get it wet. In order for the sanitizer to work, the surface must remain wet for five minutes, so you need to spray enough for that to happen. And then like all other cleaning products, um, you know, it, it dries and you're going to have the benefits of this. Um, we also recommend that you follow the instructions on the label and 
you know, it's always a good idea to test the product on a small section of fabric. Why we've done extensive testing across a large range of different fabrics and materials, there can be an exceptional circumstance where occasionally you may find something where this isn't, you know, it has an adverse effect. So always recommended to test a small inconspicuous area first. Yeah, and, and that's really important. And, you know, when you bring up the lampshades, when you bring up a, a, a something like that, you start to paint a picture for me, as well as many other people in our audience, as to how common those soft surfaces are, yet we don't recognize them as being there. And they can be the host of a lot of bacteria, a lot of germs that can spread in, and that's what's important. Um, thank you for that. And now, can you tell us where to find, because now, now we're going to want this product, can you tell us where to find Febreze Professional Sanitizing Spray? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's carried in both local and online. The best way to find it is um, to, um, you know, search uh, our website, which is www.pgpro.com. For information there, you can find it available both online and with select distributors nationwide. You know, and, um, you know, if, if I could hear from Beatrix, we talked about the dangers lurking on soft surfaces. We talked about the science, and, and we had so much conversation about the importance of soft surface sanitation. Beatrix, could you, could you sum up what you have spoken about over the last hour and share that with our audience for some takeaways? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> so it, it's just really important. We don't pay enough attention to the environment when we, when we talk about hospitals and nursing homes and, and the infections that can be spread. And, and it, it's really just been within the past five to six years that we've realized how important the environment is. We didn't used to, to know that. We didn't used to think that housekeepers did an important job. Housekeeping is very important. And if they have the right tools... They can kill those germs prior to them spreading via the nurses or even visitors coming into the room. So it's 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 important to, uh, like Michael said, have things that are safe and easy to use and that don't take a lot of time. And effective. And effective, yes. Yes, I forgot that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my gosh. Because yeah. I, I, I was definitely paying a lot of attention to that segment. And and once again, just repeat where we can find the Febreze Professional Sanitizing Spray for our audience. It's available both from online retailers as well as uh, distributors nationwide. If you're looking for, you know, what's the easiest and best or closest to you, you can find that on our website, www.pgpro.com. pgpro.com. Okay. All right. Sounds great. All right. We, ha- we have uh, a few minutes left in the program. Um, is there anything else that either one of you would like to add as comments? You know, Kevin, in, um, in closing, I think, you know, uh, most of us feel pretty passionate about this area, right? In, a- in addition to most of us all having had experience with family members in care facilities and wanting to make sure that we're doing things to help improve their lives every day. I think most of us realize, especially as we get older, we're headed there someday ourselves. So, you know, this is, um, it's, it's an area that most of us feel deeply passionate about. And it's in addition to providing the efficacy of the products, we really have to also take care of the emotional needs of the residents and 
firm believer that as we use products that create senses that remind them of home, we drive their personal well-being and their mental health. Um, so, you know, this isn't just something we do um, as a job. It's also something we're highly passionate about. But, you know, and that's and, and what I love about your passion is it's not that you just created a product to kill the germs. You said, no, wait, that's not enough. We want to make people enjoy the, using the product and make them feel a little bit more at home while in this in this setting in the hospital long-term care. So thank you all very much. I'm going to start closing the program, and I want to thank you for joining us on C. diff spores and more, uh, Michael and Beatrix. We're grateful for your dedication to the infection prevention community. And at this time, um, the members of the C. diff foundation wish to acknowledge all the organizations around the globe dedicated to improving health. The organizations and professionals researching and developing new products and ways to address a C. difficile infection in prevention, treatments, protecting the gut microbiome, clinical trials, diagnostics, and environmental safety worldwide. To learn more about C. difficile infection and recurrent C. difficile infection, clinical trials in progress, uh, and how to take part in those clinical studies, visit the C. diff Foundation's website at www.c diffoundation.org. Help them to help you to help others. We wish to thank Pfizer for being a diamond sponsor of the 7th Annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo, uh, being hosted on November 6th and 7th at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. We're grateful for the international keynote speakers joining us for the two-day conference and the corporate sponsors and industry leaders in the C. diff community who will be providing data focused on C. diff, a leading healthcare-acquired infection, microbiome research, sepsis, clinical trials, environmental safety, and much more. For more information and to register, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website, www.cdifffoundation.org. Don't delay as accommodations and available sitting is now limited. We're looking forward to learning more together with you in November. We send our get well wishes to all our patients in treating and recovering from C. diff infections and many wellness-draining illnesses being combated across the globe. I'm your guest host, Kevin Hirsch, with a reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you good health, continued healing, and a good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together.